Tron Jordheim. Thanks for tuning in to the Troncast with Tron Jordheim. And uh, we're going to talk more today about whatever's on my mind. So stay tuned. Thanks for being here. And uh, check it out. Please stay tuned. We've got a word from a sponsor, and then we'll get to the show. Thanks. So this is a series I'm calling Self-Storage Stuff, where I'm just going to talk about uh, things I've learned in self-storage, impressions I have, trends I'm seeing, and on occasion interview some interesting people in the self-storage world. So welcome to Self-Storage Stuff. All right, let me, let me get you started. All right. Well, welcome to the Troncast with Tron Jordheim. And I'm here with uh, an old friend from Michigan, Maurice Pagoda. Maurice, why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about uh, who you are and how you got to be the leader in your company? Let me, let me just get rid of this other call for one second. Okay, it, it has yeah. stopped. You know, now, now, okay. that I'm, now that I'm at home and uh, I, I've got two landlines, uh, it, it, it's like I'm back to the old world. But, uh, <laughs> with uh, a phone in each hand, right? With a phone in each hand. So uh, <laughs> my, my company, Pagoda Companies, um, you, you wonder where that name came from, but it's pretty straightforward. Right? <laughs> uh, started in, in 1987. Uh, we're primarily based in Michigan and Ohio. Uh, recently, I've had the pleasure of having, well, for a few years now, uh, my oldest son joined, who's Hard for me to say this, but he's in his 30s now. And oh, my nice. youngest son uh, joined uh, this year. He's in his late 20s. And, and um, you know, they've, they've uh, sort of taken us in a new direction uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in the sense that, that I was laying low and picking up management accounts and waiting for opportunities. And uh, yeah. when, when you've got a couple of younger folks in, in the company, they're, they're not as patient and so now we're uh, we're up to about 55 stores uh, nice. spread throughout Michigan and Ohio, and you know we're we're looking for growth throughout the Midwest. So uh, it's uh, it's 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 pretty phenomenal having the second generation in, and you know it's it's possible that uh, the the third son, uh, who's in between those two, might be joining later this year. So uh, it's oh, uh, it's wonderful. a real family affair now. Well, that's a great way to do it for sure. So, Maurice, what what big goals do you have for this this coming year for the company? Well, I I, I think we've learned a lot from what happened last year and what's going on now, and um, it, it's accelerated what we were in the midst of already. But uh, I what was it? Uh, Necessity is the mother of invention. I forget what the exact phrase is. Yes, that's it. Yes. But, uh, but you know, with, with all that happened, and we had uh, in, in Michigan and for a shorter while in Ohio, the, uh, the lockdowns, um, you know, and yeah. unfortunately we were still open, but we were shut, but still had managers in the stores. And, uh, mm-hmm. we, you know, we, we're, if you were to say the goals, we're going to continue to to build on on the technology that we ramped up, that we had in the works, but 
we're, we were not ready to roll out yet contactless storage, and now it's now it's taken off like like gangbusters. Yeah. So uh, you know that's one of the goals. The the other goal we have as a company, uh, you know, maybe I've already expressed it, but uh, we're in growth mode. Uh, we're we're trying to find the kind of opportunities that have always been uh, our bread and butter, which are really more value add opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, though it's uh, though they're uh, we're we're finding some unstabilized opportunities that we're diving into where we think because of our management expertise and uh, the the technology advantages and the uh, the web advantages that uh, we think we can offer that um, we're we're, di- we're we're diving into those uh i think both feet first so that that's probably the you know the largest goals and you know frankly we're we're not in the office right now so uh we're we're virtually all virtual yeah, and uh, uh, the goal is to get back to business uh, to whatever that new normal is going to be. So mm-hmm. uh, we we, we kind of walked into this this year very very excited. Uh, you, you know, um, I, I will tell you, Tron, that we have uh, at this point uh, four properties under contract that we expect to close in early March or so, nice. and and uh, a few new management accounts, uh, third party that. We're taking on uh, one one uh, next week and a couple more in February, and so nice. y- y- you know it's a it's an interesting challenge uh, to 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 keep growing uh, a company. Yes, and 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 I know you've you've grown and contracted a few times, and you know you you reach a plateau where where everything is kind of running smooth, and then you. Uh, add another few properties, and it just completely changes the dynamics, doesn't it? So, so how, how do you prepare yourself for that? Well, uh, I'm 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 fortunate now to have a few other shoulders to lean on. Um, you know, I've I've gone through that process now a number of times, mm-hmm. where I thought uh, things couldn't go any higher. So, what the heck? Now's the time to cash in some chips. Yeah. And uh, the last time I did that was 2015. And <laughs> it's funny because I've sold now, uh, I'd say, I'd have to remember the exact number, but something like 30 facilities over the years of, wow. of, of our personal portfolio. Yeah. And each time they, it was a, a portfolio, and each time we, we set new records, and I thought, well, this is going to last a long time, and guess what? <laughs> the, we're here, we, those we're records, still here, aren't we? You know, I sold twelve properties in in fifteen, and they yeah. came back on the market in in early twenty. It was uh, the 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 guys that bought them; they were private equity, five years, and they just blew past the the number that I'd sold it to them for. Just blew past it. So. Mm. It, you know, no regrets. Uh, all good. Uh, one thing leads to another, but uh, it's right. just interesting to, to to watch. But you know, preparing. I, I, I. So I'll give you the for instance, when when mm-hmm. at the time sold what was at that time a third of the properties that we were involved with. Uh, I didn't lay mm-hmm. anybody off. I kept to the same number 
of regional managers, district managers, uh, you know, the, the, the store managers virtually all went along with the stores, but we brought yeah. some of them over to our other properties. Mm-hmm. But that was the part of the plan, which was, you know, I, I wasn't intending at that point, and I had no family members in the business then, but I wasn't intending on, on you know, running off into the sunset. It was just, you know, this is this point in time, and and we'll seek other opportunities. And, you know, fortunately, I was able to absorb that additional payroll. And uh, those same people are helped us continue the, the growth in the last few years. And, and now we're, mm-hmm. you know, judiciously uh, looking for those, those same high-quality either self-storage pros or, or people from other industries that, that fit our profile. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. So what, what sort of professional challenges are you facing personally? Because you've, you've been growing as a leader now for, you know, ever since you started leading in even before 87, I'm sure you were a leader in other places and other roles. So what's, what sort of professional challenges are, are you facing right now? Ah, you know, that's a, that's a great question. Um, and it, it's, you know, I speak about this, uh, of course, with my wife, uh, my, my partner and, and soulmate in life. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a, I, I was leading a, a very different life, surely pre-COVID, but, but re- regardless of whether COVID had happened or not, I was leading a, a very bifurcated life of doing a great deal of traveling. And in the world we're in, I was lucky enough to, uh, to be able to conduct business, whether I was in, you know, China or whether I was in Australia uh, or, or in New York. Uh, it didn't really yeah. matter. Uh, you know, ha- I think the key is, is, is having great people uh, that, that run the operations. And, and I was, had the luxury of being able to run my life that way. Mm-hmm. And you know now that we're truly in in growth mode, uh, I like to consider myself to to be uh, a mentor. I like to consider myself to be maybe the chairman of the board. But mm-hmm. you know the truth of the matter is is that I'm still very 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 actively involved uh, in in everything we do, and yeah. I, I think that I, I think probably one of my biggest personal challenges is understanding that I, I can't be involved in everything. I don't want to be involved in everything. And to trust the, the people we have who are very good at what they do. Yeah. No, but, but honestly, since, since being homebound so much in the last mm-hmm. eight, nine, 10 months, uh, you know, work has been such a, a, a refuge that I'm, I'm, I, pr- I probably am more involved than ever. So I think that's probably my, uh, my greatest yeah, personal yeah. challenge is, is finding that balance again, that, that, that balance that when you've built a successful company, I'm just not one of those, those people that, you, you know, I never wanted a company that people were there at 7 in the morning and were there till 10 at night. Right. That was, uh, I'm originally a New Yorker, and I left New York in the mid-1980s uh, b- 
because of that, because that wasn't the lifestyle I wanted, and right. I don't want that lifestyle now, and I, I really don't want to have that kind of company. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Tell me, uh, Maurice, what, what wakes you up in the middle of the night? I know a, a lot of people who are you know, curious and engaged, they'll pop up in the middle of the night, either with a great idea or with some you know, horrible fear for the day. So what, what wakes you up at night? Well, what woke me up last night was we, we were doing a walk with my son and, and his fiance, and we were having a conversation about uh, Mutual of Omaha for some reason, and I was trying huh. to remember, I was trying to remember the old TV series and, and who the host was. In the middle of the night, I woke up thinking, <laughs> Yule Perkins. Marlon. So, was it Marlon Perkins? Marlon Perkins. <laughs> Marlon, okay, I got it wrong then. <laughs> so, so, but, but in funny. general, you know, it's funny mm -hmm. because this time of year, and look, I've been doing this 30-some-odd years now. Yeah. And like clockwork, the winter months, occupancy goes down. Mm -hmm. Like clockwork, come depending on the winter, February, March, early April, occupancy starts going up. But no matter what, in the middle of the night sometimes I'll wake up and I'll think about one particular store and I'll go, oh, they're going down the tubes. I can't believe this. I can't believe how many, <laughs> but those are the, those are really the, the kinds of things that, uh, that periodically I, I, I wake up thinking about the challenges of the business. I, mm -hmm. I wonder, are we, are we being too aggressive? Mm -hmm. You know, my, my, my first, uh, <clears throat> my first portfolio sale, I sold at an eight and a half cap and I thought, right. oh, Right. I'm setting records you here. Thought, this is how is this possible, right? How do I get an eight and a half cap? Right. And then, and then the, the the next one was was at a seven and a half, and then the one after that was at a seven. And we're buying now at, you know, in our markets a six cap. Yeah. You know, granted, it's not it's not four and a half like like some of the coastal sales, right. but right. so mm -hmm. I, I I think about those things, and uh, I I think about. Uh, you know whether we're we're doing the right thing, and and then mm -hmm. then a few minutes later, I say to myself to help me get back to sleep that as long as we're as long as we're not over leveraging, as long as we're giving ourselves uh, and and as long as we're not getting bridge loans and very risky financial instruments, time mm -hmm. heals a lot of ills. Yes. I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. Well, there's a, there's a lot of things to think about. And so how, how do you stay balanced between work, life, you know, mind, body, spirit, all that sort of thing? That's a challenge for leaders sometimes. You, you know, fortunately, I, I would say that I have a bit of an internal stop clock or mm. stopwatch. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that I, uh, though I may be a somewhat obsessive person, I'm, I'm a detail-oriented person, probably sometimes to the dismay of my staff. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I can really dig into things. I'm, I'm lucky that I, I don't do too much to excess. You know, I mm -hmm. like a nice cocktail, but I don't go to excess there. Uh, I, I work out every single day. 
in one form or another, whether it's just going for a nice walk or, you know, uh, we, we've got uh, personal trainers that uh, now we're that we, we now do virtually instead of them mm-hmm. coming to our house. Yeah. Um, but that stuff's really, really important to to keep the, the body in shape, uh, try to, you know, I'm, I'm lucky that as much as I, I love sweets, uh, you know, I love a great brownie, a, you know, a great cake, <laughs> a great this, but I'm, I'm lucky that uh, I don't wake up at three in the morning and head to the refrigerator. <laughs> right. You know, I'm, I'm lucky during this time frame that, <laughs> that, you know, I'm not constantly in the middle of after, after the noon snacking. Right. So, and I'm also lucky that I'm married to someone who has who shares the exact same values as I do, mm. who who shares the, uh, you know, when we, one of us will wake up earlier than the other, and we'll have the coffee ready for each other when we do wake up, and and you know, if 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 I'll say, you know, I think I'm just going to hang this morning, you know, my wife Lori might say to me, okay, well, I'm going downstairs. And you know whether it's the treadmill or or the elliptical or something, and of course that's you know five ten minutes later I have to do the same. You know we we push each other, so <laughs> I think that I think that's part of that's the, nice. the life of the nice. life balance. So I'm 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 lucky to uh, I'm lucky that financially, which is when you're younger, is a very big big thing that that's not my great concern these days. Uh, and I'm I'm lucky to mm-hmm. to have a wife and and kids that that are all um, you know people that I can be proud of and and people that uh, that that we 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 mesh so well with each other. Yeah. You know there, there there's no That's special. There, 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 there's no black sheep. There's no there, there, we're all doing the same thing. Everybody works out. Everybody eats well. You know, it's part of our our culture, and uh, also, you know, I've been watching some some great uh, shows on Netflix and Hulu, and yeah, yeah. Y- you know, that's mm-hmm. have, not, have not watched this much th- th- these many new series <laughs> probably my whole lifetime combined as we have in the last right. eight ten months. Right, it's been a different life, and. And, and I'll echo what you said, is having a, having a wife and family where everybody is just great together and helping each other and pushing each other and consoling each other and all that at the same time. That's, a, that's very special for sure. So, yeah. And I think uh, the that, technology that, sure that we have, you know, the technology we have now has helped us. You know, these mm-hmm. kind of calls, like we're having these Zoom calls. Uh, you know, I, I was just reading a someone's blog this morning talking about what we didn't have 10 years ago. Right. I mean, 10 years ago from Netflix, we, we got DVDs in the mail. Right. <laughs> I remember that now. Yes. That, that you know, seemed pretty silly, but boy, they blasted past that. And here we are today. Right. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, the, the, the gist of that, uh, of that blog was, uh, you know, talking and, you know, we could talk about from our childhood, the things that, you know, VHSs and rotary dials and, you know, all those things that, of course, people today know nothing about. But, you know, right. just saying in 10 years, we're going to look back at how quaint things were in 2021. 
Right. I mean, remember when you could get your first faxed reports at the end of the night from one of your stores and you thought, my gosh, this is amazing. I got a fax report that tells me what happened today. I don't have to, you know, wait six days to get the report in the mail. Right. That was that was amazing then. So, yeah, I was, I was just that's funny you say that because I was just telling my boys that the other day we were just talking about that. I said, you know, I got <laughs> my, my 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 father bought me a my first fax machine is as a, as a new office present. And that yeah. was, I don't, I don't know, something like 1989 or something. And it was so mind blowing that, that you could actually, you didn't have to wait for the mail. And remember that the mail then is if, if, if you mailed something on a Monday, chances are they, they got to their destination Tuesday or Wednesday. You know, it's not like today, you know, where, you know, you, the mail, you think, who knows if it'll, if it'll ever get there? The mail was very reliable, and that's what you, that's what you had. Right. Faxes were mind-blowing. Uh-huh. That was something else. Well, and who knows what's coming next? So what, what, what are your feelings for what's, what's happening next in this storage business? I know we, we just seem to be growing and growing, and there's days when I think, you know, if I had just dumped every spare nickel I had into the REITs uh, stock, uh, starting, you know, in 2000, uh, I'd have a different life, but you know, that wasn't a choice I made, but what's, what's going to happen next. Right. And, you know, I, I think it's maybe gonna, you have a look for that or mm -hmm. yeah, I, we, we keep, we keep waiting for the disruptor. And I, I would say if I went back to the, your, your question about what, wakes me up at three in the morning. That's one of the things that periodically wakes me up. Mm -hmm. It's, it's what, what's going to, what, what's going to be the, the, the Netflix? Well, what, what's going to be the thing that disrupts our industry? You know, we, we thought it was pods and pods right. didn't do it. You know, we, you know, some people thought this valet storage would have legs and, and it, I'm, I'm sure it does in places like New York and San Francisco. But, you know, if you're talking, the Detroit suburbs or, or, or outside Cleveland, you know, that, that's just not happening. It, it, it's, yeah. it's just not, it, it's, uh, you know, if, if you've got to employ people and use labor, you know, that in itself, uh, if robots could do it, that, and we had electric vehicles that cost virtually nothing, uh, well, maybe that would be the, the disruptor. But Right. You know, I, I just look at our industry as, as, as being, as we keep saying this year, how stable we are. You know, what, mm -hmm. what, a, what a respite we are for, um, for you know, people's, people's safety in, in, in terms of, of their financial safety. You know, I, 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 right. I, I worry about overbuilding. I, I, worry, I worry about uh, the newbies in the mm -hmm. industry that, uh, you know, that, that don't believe that this could ever end and that right. it doesn't matter where you build. And I guess the good thing there is that, is that I like picking up some of those properties at 70 cents on the dollar. Yes. You know, the, the, the days of picking them up at 50 cents on the dollar, I think there's too much competition <laughs> out there for, yeah, for, for that's those. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. But I, I just look at the industry as being uh, as as 
I, I think if, if we selectively build and if we can, and if we as a company can keep selectively uh, buying properties to fill in the pieces and, and grow smartly, mm-hmm. that's, what I, that's what I look forward to. Uh, I just don't know. I, I, I think technology is going to keep ramping up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, we, we have not done yet any remote sites. Uh, I, I, I don't know if we'll experiment with that or not. I, I still, you know, maybe I'm, you know, as the phrase goes, old-fashioned in that sense. But, you know, I, I still like the human touch. Mm-hmm. I, think it means, I think it means something. Um, you know, we, we still have at many of our stores, we still have resident managers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have many, many stores without resident managers. But if I had a choice, I still like the concept of a resident manager for many reasons. But, you know, we're, in an, we're, we're truly in an evolving industry, and I think we as an industry, uh, there's so much more use of technology uh, than than what we do right now, and I'm not sure I can conceive of where it's going to be five years from now, but right. uh, but I, I I think we'll still be doing a lot of things just the way we are, but there's going to be a lot of technological changes that I I think will be beneficial for our consumers and for us as owners and managers. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds great. What 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 other thoughts would you like to add uh, it's been a great conversation as always i i love visiting <laughs> with you maurice so i appreciate you taking the time well look any, I, other, I, any, I, any final thoughts I, you, you know look you're 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 one of the visionaries in what you do and 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 the things that that, that you push and and so i i i appreciate watching you that's for sure oh thank but, you but with, with i i just uh you know, I'm hoping to continue to be part of an industry that I, I, I hope that we as an industry uh, don't let this success go to our head. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that we, we remember what our mission is and what we're trying to, who we're trying to serve. I think that's very important for us to remember that our tenants, you know, are our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think that gets lost in, in, in the equation. That's easy. It's easy to do. It's easy to really forget. Yeah. And uh, I, I just hope that, uh, that, we, that we don't outpace population growth. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope that we, we continue to, to be a, a safe haven in, in the real estate industry and you know, look, if, if, you, if you had a restaurant a year ago and you were about to open up your second restaurant, you could never in your wildest dreams have imagined that this was going to happen. You, in, right. in your wildest dreams, you, you could not have imagined it. And uh, I just think it's, a, it's an interesting world to watch. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, personally, we're you know, as I've said a couple of times, we're in a very exciting phase of of, uh, of my company at, at right now. And, uh, you know, the, the beauty is we're, we're growing so that we're able to do things that we were, that we were servicing out. 
And right. now we can bring that in, in internally. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's something that I've longed for uh, for a great deal of time, you know, to, to be, because then we can control what we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, th- I think the industry is going to see more consolidation. But then again, I, I think if you go back, it, the, the growth of the industry has really uh, kept pace with the consolidation. I, I mean, maybe it's, I, I don't know, maybe you know the number better than I do, but maybe it's 10, 12% controlled by the REITs and the REIT, or maybe 15% for the top 100 operators or so. I, yeah. I, I don't think that that's changed that much. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's gone from 12 to 15%, but it hasn't gone to 40%, right. 50%. Right. You know, this this isn't like what happened in the hotel industry, you mm-hmm. know, you know, back in, in the, in the 70s. And, and I don't see that happening in our industry because we're just a different animal. Well, and so many, so many have tried to roll up the whole industry and it just, it's just doesn't seem doable to roll up the whole industry. So, uh, right. You go back to, you know, how many people have tried it? That one comes to mind is when GE came in and thought they'd wrap up everything and it's just not that easy. Yeah, the funny thing was, I was, uh, I was in a structured sale, and I start, and I start, <laughs> and I started off with Storage USA, and then GE bought them. So, so suddenly right. my buyer was was GE, yeah. and then extra, then extra space took over, and then my buyer became extra space. So there, <laughs> I had a sale where I had three buyers for the same property. Wow! Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it finally closed with it with extra space. So I, I just think we're we're in an exciting, exciting time to to be in this industry, and it's um, you know it's it's uh, it's great that we have uh, that that we have people uh, and these major companies coming in. Yeah, and I, they're I, they're I making us improve. They're 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 gonna they're gonna make us up our game, mm-hmm. which I think is 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 good for everybody. So I. I lucked into being in self-storage, and it was the luckiest thing that ever happened to me. Yes, sir. I agree with you. (laughs) Maurice, thank you so much for being with me on the uh, Troncast. It's been a blast visiting with you, and I hope I get to see you in person before too long. Well, maybe maybe this summer. That's that's the hope. That would be fantastic. uh, Where's SSA in June? Uh, They're talking about Nashville. Oh, I love Nashville. Love yeah, to go back to time. Nashville. That'd be All great. right. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for inviting so me. Thanks. For, thanks for speaking. You got it. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Please stay tuned. We've got a word from a sponsor and then we'll get to the show. Thanks. about the self-storage Hawaii unconference because if you don't sit tight and listen to this and if you do know about it if you've not registered yet what are you doing go register hawaiiunconference.com hawaiiunconference.com in October 2021 
we will gather some of the warmest and brightest people in the self-storage world on the big island of Hawaii at the beautiful Marriott Waikoloa Resort and it'll be an unconference. So what's an unconference? So at an unconference, it's the attendees who create the content. So as we get ready to meet in October, we'll be exchanging lots of ideas about what's the topic of the day? What are people concerned about? What are the opportunities people are trying to figure out? Uh, what's going on in operations that are trends that people have to look at? What's happening with acquisitions and dispositions and raising money and all the things that people have on their minds? And we will create a program around that and the attendees will be panelists. Some of the attendees and sponsors will be presenting to talk about new ideas, new ways of, of making old ideas work well. It's a fantastic way to get some really good, serious learning about things you really want to know about. And we do sessions until about noon, and then afternoon, it's networking for the rest of the day. So you can uh, circle back around on some of the most interesting topics with other attendees. You can hang out with some of the sponsors and really get to understand their offerings and their products and their services and, and why they developed in the way they did. Uh, and you might also get in some snorkeling or some golfing or some touring around the big island, which is just an amazing place. Uh, and then in the evenings, also networking. Uh, we'll have uh, small dinners, some group dinners. It, it'll be fantastic. And now you might be saying, what, you're doing an in-person conference in the COVID age? Are you nuts? Well, by October 2021, it seems obvious at this point that it's going to be possible to travel, that with uh, testing improving, with some uh, promising vaccines on the horizon, with uh, safety protocols becoming more obvious and more effective, we're going to be able to do it. Plus, we'll be in an open air environment. When we're in our uh, sessions, we can have all of the sliding doors open and have the ocean breeze coming with us. When we're getting together, we can be six or 10 feet apart from each other. We can wear our masks, whatever we need to do. It'll work. It's going to be fantastic. Go to hawaiiunconference.com, check out our sponsors, get registered, and we hope to see you there to share some aloha with you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Troncast with me, Tron Jordheim. I sure appreciate it. I'm glad you were able to hang around and listen to some of my thoughts, some of my interviews, uh, some of the things I'm talking about today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks. See ya.